On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com, Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Cripps. Newman softball back at home this week with a doubleheader coming up tomorrow against Southern Nazarene before back-to-back MIAA series this weekend with Missouri Western and Northwest Missouri coming to town on Friday and Saturday. We are here with the head coach of Newman softball, Andrea Gustafson. It's episode 64 of the JetCast. And not only that, but we are welcoming the newest member of the 600-win club, Coach Picking up your 600th win in that uh, last game of the doubleheader at Rockhurst. First of all, congratulations. What a career milestone. When you started, did you ever think, like, oh, yeah, I'll get the 600 win someday? <laughs> it's something that you never think about. You just start coaching, and, you know, you get kids on your team that buy into what you're, what you're trying to teach, and they put their individual selves to the side for the betterment of the team. And, you know, that's when wins happen, and I've been very fortunate to have a lot of great kids come in and play for me. Well, and not only that, but you guys this season, like I mentioned, uh, you know, before we got on, you guys have already passed last year's win total, and you guys at 7-13 and 13 on the year, uh, you've already got more wins the, the entire last season. So how excited are you about the progress that you're making to try to build this program to where you want it to be eventually? You know, I think we are headed in the right direction. Um, you know, so you always want it to go faster than it's moving. But, you know, um, I, have to, I have to look at the big picture. And we are taking huge strides, you know, to, to get to where we, we're looking to be. And um, I think that we have the kids leading us in the right direction. Well, that huge win against Rockhurst, how, uh, what was able to pull that around for you in the second game of that doubleheader? Well, we had two huge hits from Sammy Gutierrez. She had a grand slam. And then a solo home run. Um, we also got great defense. We didn't have zero. We didn't have any errors. Um, we got great pitching out of Megan Walls, and then Janine Gutierrez came in and closed it out for us. So it was just good, good all-around team effort. You mentioned that there were several areas of improvement that you felt needed to happen for you guys to take a step this year. What is the area of improvement that you guys think that you have made that's most? dramatic from last year's team to this year's team that's enabled you to have the success that you've had? I think our infield defense. Um, I think that we're a lot more solid. Um, I think our pitchers are starting to realize that, hey, if if I do my job, hit my spot, get us ground balls, our defense for the most part is going to make plays. Um, so I, I definitely think the infield defense is much, much improved. You guys have been kind of road warriors too, three and four on the road. What do you attribute your good road play to? You know, you have nothing else to focus on. You know, you're away from home. You're, you you're not the only coach that has, <laughs> that has told me that over the yeah, years. Yeah, you know, you're, you're kind of, you know, when we were at Rockers the other day, we, we had a few fans, you know, but when we're at home, there's a lot of people there. And, you know, but when you're on the road, sometimes you, you, you just, you have your team and you have to focus on softball. And, and that's kind of what it is, maybe. So uh, I, I did a preview from our next segment, which we recorded first, actually. Uh, I, I've been told. No Gatorade bath for the 600th win. God, how lame. Are, are you one of those coaches like Nick Saban that doesn't like the Gatorade bath? 
You know, I was actually kind of fortunate that did happen because we were driving vans home that day, and I wouldn't want to be sitting in that sticky Gatorade or anything like that. So I was kind of happy they laid off the Gatorade. They, they'll have to, maybe at the end of the season, they can, they can figure out somewhere to do that. Uh, Taylor Olery is going to be coming up next on our show. She's a senior outfielder from Topeka. We'll also meet the new Newman women's soccer coach. It's coming up last segment of the show here today. But talk a little bit about Taylor. A little bit of a slide here recently, but she was really big for you in that Emporia State series. I did have one hit in the Rockhurst series. What is she doing at the plate when she's rolling well offensively for you? When Taylor's hitting well, she's relaxed. She's seeing the ball well. She's letting the ball travel into the zone. Um, sometimes, you know, when she when she struggles a little bit is because she's anxious and she's out front a little bit. But, you know, I have full confidence that Taylor's going to get that back. She's working hard in the cages. Um, she's working hard at practice to try and get that stroke back. So I have full confidence that Taylor's going to get that back. Boy, one player that's got their stroke going in a big way right now is actually your leading hitter who is a freshman Lindsay Mayo hitting over 400 for you uh, boy she's kind of come in and just uh, really adjusted well to the collegiate softball game what has allowed her to have such a hot start to her collegiate career she's just a kid that plays with confidence um, she goes up there you know she'll have a great at bat the next the next at bat she has the same approach she doesn't have a good at bat. The next at bat is the same approach. I mean, she doesn't change her mindset. So I think that that's good. She doesn't let one at bat, you know, lead to another. She just kind of refocuses and goes up there and does what she has to do. You thought over the summer, I, I, I don't remember if we had this conversation in the summer or if it was in the middle of last season, but you said, you know, for us to be better in a big way this year, we're going to have to pitch better. Mm -hmm. And uh, you guys, you mentioned Gutierrez, who hasn't necessarily thrown the volume of innings, mm -hmm. but in terms of whip, the walks and hits per innings pitched, and ERA, she definitely seems like she's giving you some big-time quality innings. Mm -hmm. What? How have you configured the pitching staff this year? Because you do have some starters back with some experience from last year, but it, it definitely seems like you guys are much more competitive in the pitching ERA than you were a year ago. Mm -hmm. We're still trying to work on that. Um, it's still a work in progress. We're trying to figure out, you know, who, who maybe is better as a starter, who maybe is better coming out of the bullpen. Um, so definitely a work in progress, um, but they are all much improved. Um, they're doing a much better job of hitting their spots, and that's kind of what we've been stressing a lot lately is we have got to hit our spots because when we hit our spots, you know, it's, it's night and day. So that's that's we're still working on that, but – but like you've said, I think we're heading in the right direction for sure. As you guys well know for baseball and softball here at Newman, the schedule is only a suggestion at this part of the year. And as we are recording this, actually, we can see the raindrops falling and the, and the water kicking off of Kellogg behind us. Uh, so there's a darn good chance that you guys are not going to be playing tomorrow as people the day after this releases, if people are watching this. How do you as a coach make sure that you keep the players on task in a day like this? where there's going to be obviously a lot of uncertainty as to whether or not you guys are, are going to actually be playing on Tuesday? Um, you know, hopefully it doesn't rain a lot and we can get outside and at least hit in the cages. Um, if not, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And, you know, we have an indoor that we can go use as well. So it's just a matter of, you know, we, we may not – just because of the weather today doesn't mean that it, it changes our focus for the outlook for the rest of the week. So, and obviously it is a very big week. You've got Southern Nazarene coming in on Tuesday and then two MIAA opponents coming up on Friday and Saturday, Missouri Western and Northwest Missouri, 2 o'clock doubleheader Friday and then noon on Saturday for those games. Uh, how tough are those two opponents going to be? Where are they at in the MIAA this year? 
Um, you know, everybody is tough in the MIAA. It, I, I honestly believe that anybody can beat anybody on any given day. Um, and, and like I've said before, I think that I think that there are teams that we can beat, but we need to come out and play our game. You know, it's it's important that we come out with energy because sometimes we have a tendency to take some innings off here and there, um, and that leads to big innings for the other team. So I think it's it's a matter of us coming out focused, you know, ready to pitch, ready to play defense, and ready to score some runs, and, and I think we can be fine. Whether or not that is Tuesday, Friday, or Saturday, make sure you come out and support the Jets. I believe the scheduled first pitch time is 2 o'clock on Tuesday for SNU, but as I mentioned, NewmanJets.com because – there could be a postponement. There could be a delay. We have no idea. Yeah. So make sure you just check at NewmanJets.com or follow the Jets on Twitter at NewmanJets or at NewmanJetsSB to get the latest updates for Newman Jets softball. Coach Andrea Gustafson, thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. We'll be joined by the senior outfielder from Topeka, Taylor Olery, next on the JetCast. Hi, friends. Phil Nightingale, general manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. As we look back over 2021, I'll admit there were some challenges, but overall, it was a great year. It was a year full of great events, new beginnings with our warehouse, and another year of taking care of customers and giving back to this great community. Whether you visited Mel Hamilton Ford to purchase a vehicle or visit our Facebook to enter a contest, we appreciate your time and your business. Thank you to every customer from racing to quick lane. Mel Hamilton Ford, taking care of customers since 1984, experienced the difference. Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. Well, as the raindrops fall outside, we're currently awaiting the fate to see what's going to happen for this game. It'll be tomorrow as you are watching this JetCast as the Jets are supposed to be hosting Southern Nazarene on Tuesday. But don't fear, there's still plenty more MIAA softball action coming your way to the uh, Air Capital later this week as we've got home series coming up on Friday and Saturday. And one of the stars, if the Jets are going to get any wins in those MIAA series, probably going to have to get something out of this young lady sitting next to me, a senior from Topeka, Taylor Olery, an outfielder as the Jets hosting Southern Nazarene uh, tomorrow. That would be uh, Tuesday for a doubleheader at 2 o'clock. Taylor is hitting 288 on the season with a 1,000 fielding percentage in 31 chances with four outfield assists. Taylor, thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. Well, Taylor, you know, you guys had that little three-game losing streak, but then got that win to split the series at Rockhurst. How big was that for for your guys' confidence to get that win uh, up in Kansas City? I think it was a pretty big win, especially that being Coach's 600th of uh, her career. That was pretty exciting to celebrate. I was going to any any Gatorade bath for that? Unfortunately, no. We kind of talked about it a little bit. If it was a home game, we thought about maybe putting some water on there. But, you know, Coach Shockley kind of played under her. So she was like, yeah, we thought about doing that when they were – she was playing under her, so she's like, yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. But <laughs> sure. We definitely talked about it. Uh, so the other thing, too, that, that's really exciting for you guys is you guys have already surpassed last season's win total yeah. in, like, uh, half the games. How, you know, much imp – that's got to make you feel great to see so much growth and improvement and the season's just barely halfway done now. Yeah, it's definitely a lot more exciting being able to – being able to leave the field with more wins. Um, we just have a lot more talent this year, a lot more potential to be able to continue to grow. And especially having less games than a lot of the other teams that we've played. So once we start continuing to play more games, it's going to just keep 
getting better from there. What do you feel like your role is on this team? Last year, obviously, you were a leader on this team, but now you're a senior, and it, it just is a little bit different when you're a senior. How do you feel like your leadership role has grown or changed or maybe even expanded this year? I feel like having so many freshmen definitely expands the – horizon for being able to have leadership on the team especially being a senior and having more experience on the field as a college softball player definitely expands that horizon to be able to have more leadership on the field how is that doesn't always you know not every team meshes well when you've got a bunch of younger players and then older more experienced players how do you think that that has gone and how do you think that you guys as upperclassmen have done what kind of a job grade would you give yourself in terms of trying to integrate those new players and maybe not just even freshmen but other transfers underclassmen how do you think you've done and trying to bring them into to the culture that you guys have created here at Newman softball I think it's definitely it started off kind of rocky just because there were so many new people it was hard to get everybody adjusted and a lot of these new freshmen that we have are all from California so I know some of our sophomores that are from California knew a couple of them coming in. But other than that, it seemed like a lot of new faces this year, except for the returners. So being able to adjust to that and over time, everyone getting comfortable with each other, playing some games together has allowed everyone to get more comfortable on the field. So that's definitely helped out. One thing, too, this year, obviously, um, you know, we're not doing this interview in masks this year, which yeah. is a really big difference. Oh, yeah. How how big of a change has that been, and how much has that allowed you and the girls to try to, you know, do those traditional icebreaker activities and hang out in the dorm room and, and just kind of be more normal than last year where you guys, you know, came together for games, but in an indoor setting, you guys were, you know, had to be segregated a little bit. So this year has allowed, since COVID restrictions have kind of lightened up a little bit, this year has allowed for a lot better team chemistry, I believe. Um, we've been able to kind of hang outside of practices and get together to build that bond, especially with having so many new girls. It's that much more important to be able to build that team chemistry and bond because I'm a firm believer of team chemistry is one of the biggest things that lead to successful teams. So with that chemistry, now that you've gotten this win, you've got a chance for, for a couple more against Southern Nazarene, of course, NewmanJets.com, if you'd like to get the latest schedule updates, because uh, as we're well aware of up here, the schedule in baseball and softball is only a suggestion and nothing more. Uh, but how do you, you know, obviously you'd love to be able to play tomorrow because of that momentum, but there's a good chance that you won't be playing tomorrow, that the games are going to be washed out or changed to Wednesday. We talked about it before we started recording. How do you continue and build that momentum if you are not able to end up playing on Tuesday? I think just showing up to practice, and, I mean, you never know. Something like COVID could definitely happen again, so make sure you practice how you want to play. Play every day like it's your last and come to practice with the intentions of getting better every day. Annie, what do you guys know so far? Anything on the scouting report that stands out to you about SNU? Or are you somebody who just is more focused on your own individual game than, than worrying about what the opponent's going to do? Personally, for myself, I like to focus on myself more. Um, I know we like to sometimes talk about maybe what the pitcher's throwing, but especially if other teams are scouting us at all, those pitchers and those other teams that are good are going to pitch every batter uh to their weakness and not all of us have the same strengths same weaknesses so it's important to make sure you're going up there with a clear head and just attacking the pitches that are yours what do you feel like is something in your last month or so two months month and a half or so of being a softball player what's something that you still want to work on in your game 
I think my biggest downfall, I would say, on the field is just my mental game at the plate sometimes. In what way? I just get in my head, so I kind of – when I get down a little bit, I tend to get down instead of staying up and keeping my confidence all the time. Um, I need to understand that softball is a game of failure. I'm not going to succeed all the time. So learning to deal with those failures a little bit better sometimes instead of getting so down on myself. It's difficult, though, isn't it? For sure. Yeah, I mean, you want to see the ball and play. You want to help your team. And, right. and like you like you mentioned, you know, in baseball, softball, if you're failing 70% of the time, you're having a pretty good season. Yeah. So, yeah, it is something to, to be reckoned with. Final question for you. You've got, like I said, one, two months left in your softball career. What's your goal for this team? What's your goal for yourself personally? So personally, I've been struggling a little bit lately. So being able to get myself out of that hole and being able to pick my team up, I definitely have more confidence in the team this year that even if I am struggling or if somebody else on the team is struggling, I believe that we're all going to come together and it's going to be a lot easier to pick each other up, especially with the lineup we have. We've been doing very well at getting hits, just being able to string them together. And I just having more wins on the season, continuing to grow and everyone coming together and just ending this season with a successful record I think is a good way to start Taylor Olary a senior from my hometown Topeka if I'm not mistaken a former Washburn Rural Junior Blue up there didn't you guys just win state women's basketball state girls basketball I think I think that that just happened I may be totally wrong on that Um, but anyway congratulations on that and good luck to you guys the rest of the week congratulations on coach Gustafson's 600th win thank you so much for the time thank you thank you for having me when we come back we're going to meet the new Newman women's soccer coach that's next on the JetCast Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook. Where can you land the best jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics and UJetsGear.com. Store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere. The latest clothing styles and hats to Newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. And UJetsGear.com is your place to purchase sports specific, alumni, parents, and hard to find Newman merchandise. Shop right now on your computer or phone and UJetsGear.com or click the Shop Now button at newmanjets.com. Wrapping up the JetCast, a late introduction coming up now, but one that definitely needs to happen, making a JetCast debut to wrap up episode 64, your new women's soccer coach at Newman University, Dylan Grunzel, comes down after two seasons at Bethany College as the head coach, back in Wichita taking over the head job. He previously assisted here, so maybe not as much of an introduction as I let on. He was here from 2016 to 2020, four straight winning seasons through the end of the Heartland Conference era into the MIAA, also with stops down here all around Sedgwick County. He's been at Friends, Wichita East, May South. Dylan Grunsel, first of all, welcome back to Newman. Great to have you back in the fleet, and uh, welcome back to Wichita as well. Thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, how, uh, I guess, surprised were you to get this call? Uh, Coach Holmes 
took the job, was here for just one year. Um, you probably don't think the job's going to open up that quickly. Correct. Uh, how, how, what kind of a surprise was it for you when you saw that this position was going to be open? <clears throat> uh, you know, Jay, you know, let me know right after he uh, had spoken to, to people here that, hey, I'm looking to go in a different direction. Um, you know, and originally when we first talked about when he first took over is, you know, this is a long-term thing for me. I'm an alumni here, and then, you know, things change. Um, I, I completely understand that, and, you know, we had a good conversation uh, about the um, you know, about the change for him, and, you know, he recommended it for me and, you know, went through the interview process, and here we are. So, uh, you know, like I said, I, I respect Jay a lot. I've known Jay outside of just Newman. I've known him as a high school coach, as a person. Like I said, he's a great person. Um, I wish him the best, and, you know, I in a way, I appreciate him for giving me the opportunity. To be yeah, there. I was going to say, uh, how much being here before with all that experience, uh, assisting under Coach Avila um, through some very, very you know terrific Newman women's seasons in soccer. Uh, what was the decision making process like for you to come back here to Newman and, and join the Jets? Uh, it was it was pretty easy. Um, you know, I enjoyed my time at Bethany and enjoyed the players that we had there. Um, but you know, this is where I'm from. Um, this is hometown for me. This is uh, a place that I, I very much see myself in for a long time. And so it was pretty much a no brainer, you know, after talking with my wife and my family about it, you know, we live 10 minutes from here. So uh, instead of making a longer commute, you know, it's right yeah. down the road and, you know, my, my mom lives here my, my dad lives here. A lot of my family's here, same with my wife. Um, and then a lot of the players that we have, you know, the, the older players were kids that I helped recruit. And then our younger players, you know, a few of them played club for me here in Wichita. So it was able to have that connection with the players like right away. You didn't have to build those relationships with your players. Uh, how what what's that going to be like, do you think, in terms of your first year coming up this fall because of all the familiar familiarity that you have, not just with the school, but the players, a lot of the people here in the athletic department and the area in general? I think from the player standpoint, it's been really seamless. Um, we've just gone so quickly to the few girls that I did not know and did not have a relationship with, um, you know, that was the first priority for me is build that relationship with them. Uh, and then it's just continuing the relationship with the rest of the players that I already knew. Um, so that was, that was really easy for us. Um, I think it's shown in our training and our in entire just sessions that we've had that they've see that comfort with me already as a coach. And so that makes things easier. I think any coach would agree that going into a no, new program and trying to, get the players to buy into you is, is one of the hardest parts of the job right when you get it. Um, so I think that's a, a big thing that we had to skip. And then with administration, um, like I said, a lot of the people were here uh, when I was an assistant. I think Zane was a baseball coach. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe and Mo were in different roles, and now they've changed into roles, but I still had a good relationship with them uh, in my time and as assistant here and just everybody else that's around. Um, and, and I've always enjoyed everyone at Newman. They've always been so polite and so nice. And so that's always a great thing to have is have a good relationship between the admin side and the athletic side. I think that's like you have to have that to be successful. What do you what is your opinion on the state of the program? Obviously, the uh, 2021 was a challenging year for the Jets. Uh, Coach Holmes came in and probably the hardest era to ever come in and start your women's program with a year that was aborted due to the coronavirus pandemic that they didn't get to play, then had to come in and play in a spring season that didn't count. And, and so it was very, very, it, it, obviously the, the challenges were numerous and, ever, and obvious for 
all the reasons that you know we've been living through the last couple of years. Where do you think this program is now as you get set to take it over for the fall 2022 season? You know, I think it's a you know I, the, Jay had a lot of challenges. Same with the players. I think we, I think every coach knows that in the country that you were facing a lot of different challenges that you were not used to, <laughs> no. and so just to navigate that and dealing with that, I mean, that was a, a challenge in itself. Um, like I said, from last year, there the, the record wasn't the best, but they were in every game. Like there wasn't a game that they're just like that team is hands down better than us. And we had a really young group last year um, from the attacking side. We do have to fill some pieces from some seniors that graduated. Um, but like I said, the overall the the growth in the players thus far this spring has been excellent. Um, their buy into everything that we're trying to accomplish as a program has been great. Uh, so I, you know, I hope that you know with the new players that we're bringing in from a recruiting class uh, to add to our young core, I, I think we'll be we'll be in a good position going forward. What style of play do you foresee Newman having next year and long term? What do you think the brand of Newman uh, soccer is going to be? Um, I think if people want to answer that question of like, what is Newman soccer? You know, I want it to be a hardworking group um, that's very organized um, and very much a family. I think those things are very important to be successful um, because everybody's going to have, you know, different types of players and different styles. But those are things that I, I as a coach can't compromise on. Like you have to be hardworking. You have to be organized. You have to understand that side and you, you got to love each other. Um, I think if you can do those things, it, it accomplishes so much um, and makes things a lot easier for you in the long run. Where do you feel like you are from a recruiting standpoint? <laughs> You guys, when did you get the, you got the job. It, it's been a while. So this has not been a recent hire. He's not just coming in. We just haven't gotten to him yet. Uh, and uh, by the way, Coach Compton, the volleyball coach, we'll be coming for you here in a couple weeks too. So uh, don't, don't fret. We'll get to you as well, the new volleyball coach here at Newman. But where do you feel like, do you, do you feel like you've been able to get a head start because of your early hire to get ahead of those recruits? Uh yeah, I would say so. I mean, we have a mixture of kids coming in. We have, you know, we have some local kids uh, from the Wichita area that are freshmen. We've got a mixture of junior college, and then we have some kids from out of state. Um, we're still trying to finish out. It's a big recruiting class. I think we'll end around 10 to 15 players wow. that will be new. Um, so it'll be good. Does that, um, does that make you nervous at all with, with having such a big percentage? Not that necessarily everybody's going to play, that you bring in is going to play significant minutes the first year, but um, – you know, with team chemistry, that's a that's a big group to bring in. Uh, you know, it does and it doesn't because I think um, when you have a big roster, especially a roster that I think is going to be fairly talented, uh, it's going to breed competition. Um, and that's one thing I want our players to understand is that you have to compete every day. And if you're not willing to do that, this may not be the fit for you. Um, and so that's what we're trying to develop is like we have a good group of kids that are returning. We have a good group of kids that are coming in. Um, you're going to have to challenge yourself. You're going to have to do everything. You're going to have to you know, push yourself in the weight room in our training. Now, if you're not here yet, you got to push your training with your junior college or your club and high school team. Um, so that's, you know, something that we want to really try to, to push and advocate here is like be competitive, challenge each other, but love each other. Like someone takes your spot, you know, at the end of the day, it falls on you. Um, so that's, that's the goal there is to just be competitive, challenge each other and enjoy it. How important is year one? Uh, I guess it's kind of kind of like year zero for you right now. Mm -hmm. But this first off season that you get with these girls, obviously you, you're going to have a full spring set of workouts, be able to get them into programs and, and get, you know, get them lined up for what you want them doing over the summer. How important is this period from January one until you guys actually hit the pitch there, 
you know, last week of August around Labor Day when you start the 2022 season? How important is this going to be, let's say, from now until August when official practices start? Um, I think it's good for our returning players because we're trying to set the tone and try to create an identity for our program. And they're going to be the first ones that have to do that and have to have the understanding, okay, what does coach want out of us? Not only from on the field, but off the field. So we're trying to set those expectations for the players and how they um, how they grow into that and how it fits for them and for us as a group. And then they help continue that message to our new players. Um, that's one thing that I've always wanted out of a program is, yes, we have returning players and the coach will hold you to expectations and things. But when you know your program's exceeding and, and excelling is when the players are doing the same thing. So that's I think the goal is to make them understand what we want and then they help portray that message to our new players. In the last couple of years of the Heartland Conference, you guys were battling for Heartland Conference championships, and you guys were right there at the top. You had two of the best women's soccer seasons. I think the two best women's soccer seasons. Mm -hmm. You were an assistant on those teams that Newman's ever had. And then after the transition to the MIAA, the Jets had more success with winning seasons. Where do you feel like the MIAA is in terms of women's soccer? Obviously, last year was a little bit of a, of a setback, but um, how do you view women's soccer coming in from somebody who has coached in the Heartland Conference, a little time in the MIAA as an assistant, and now moving back from the KCAC? Uh, I think the MIAA is probably one of the toughest conferences in America. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the coaches I have on this show say that. <laughs> yeah, it's just... You know, every team can can beat anybody. Um, that's just that shows. And we had four teams in the national tournament for a reason. So I think that that's like if you don't show up on a game or you don't have the best of days, you'll probably lose. Um, because that's just what the conference is. It's just it's good. It'll it'll have some changeover. There's five new coaches, including me, this year. So wow, um, we'll see how that develops. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's it's one of the best conferences in America for a reason. Kids want to play there. Um, the schools are tough. Um, so I think that that's that's always going to be a challenge is that we have to be we have to be prepared for every single game. We have to have depth to be able to deal with the, the rigors of the season, whether it's injuries, just natural soreness from playing a game and just having one day off in between. Um, so those are those are the challenges we'll have in the MIW. It's going to be tough. And I'm just trying to for myself as a coach is, you know, take things that we had success from in our you know, my four years here as an assistant and what things worked, what things didn't work, and then try to put it together and, you know, make it be successful again. Final question for you. What's your goal for year one? Doesn't necessarily have to be a win-loss total. Some coaches don't like to put that on their players for year one. What do you want to see that's going to let you say to yourself and your program, your assistant coaches, you know what, we made progress to where we eventually want to be in five, ten years after this year one? Um, you know, there's a couple. One, I want us to increase our involvement within the community. Um, I think that Wichita's got a great soccer soccer community, and I want it more involved, whether it's from having ball girls at games, from us helping uh, the youth like we have already this spring, uh, having more people just attend games and see what college soccer is. I think that's, that's the first thing. Um, the second piece, uh, you know, I want us to make the conference tournament. I think it's attainable. I think we have the right players. I think we're bringing in an excellent group. Um, like I said, it's going to be challenging, and you, you never know what can happen in this conference. Um, but I think that's a goal from an on-the-field standpoint. And then the last thing is just for us as a group is to is to be more cohesive with each other. Is like at the end of the day, like I can't go out there and score goals for you. I can't go out there and block shots for you. You guys as teammates have to do that for each other and help each other. And so that I think is the the final and the biggest goal because I think if we accomplish that, the other two things come easy. 
Couldn't be more excited. It's a brand new era of Newman women's soccer coming up this spring with Dylan Grunzel, the new women's soccer coach for the Jets. Coach, thanks so much for the time. Best of luck, and we'll catch up with you again this fall as we start previewing women's soccer. We're not too far away from that. It's it's going to get here quicker. It'll probably get here quicker than you think yeah. it will, won't <laughs> yes. it? Yeah, it's, I, I can't believe we're almost done with the spring season. Yeah, so it, it'll be coming up very shortly. And another episode of the Jetcast will be coming up very shortly. We will see you next week. So until then, Blake Cripp saying, go Jets. We'll